Hey guys, welcome to the interview. I'm with Flash and Shermanator. Oh, hi. Hello. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All good, dude. Um, excellent. So, uh, we all know Flash, uh, we all know myself, but the Shermanator is pretty gangster in, in, in and of itself. So, uh, how did you get that name, dude? <laughs> I, uh, I actually get that question way too often. Um, I actually, okay, this is a secret that a lot of people know. I never watched American Pie. Um, I, I know there's a character in there who is like, who's also called the Shermanator. Uh, but basically my last name in Dutch, uh, is very hard and impossible to pronounce for Americans. So whenever we went to, uh, like United States or England, um, we would always basically sort of translate our Dutch last name to an American one, which was Sherman. And um, then at one point, a very long time ago, one of my friends said, oh, you know what's funny? You should be the Shermanator because you are a Sherman who terminates. I don't know. It, it's, it's really bad. It's, it's, kind of, it's kind of cringy, actually. But I don't know. That's how it came about. I'm, I'm not affiliated or related to the guy from American Pie, sadly enough. <laughs> I want to hear your Dutch name said by you. Come on. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, God. It's, 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 always, it's always really hard for people to understand. My name in Dutch is Schuermans. Damn. And uh, spelling it out, it has two U's and, an, and a C and an H. And people in America in general, when you're like giving them your name, they don't understand how your name can have a C and an H, two U's. You know, they don't, they just break down. So <laughs> you turn it into Sherman and people understand that, right? So uh, I've got a few, I've got a few uh, Dutch friends that will be like, it's fine, man. That's just your 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 last name, and I'll be yeah, okay. I didn't understand a thing he said, <laughs> but okay. Yeah, yeah, and you know that's that's half the countries around the world. They start putting letters together, and uh, Russians are start putting dots on top of them, and you know, I just the backwards K is fantastic, but I don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always have to get a translator walking around on the Cherneris to get the uh, like Google op open a Google translator to translate the Russian to the English on this on the street signs. Yeah, yeah. that's cool, dude. I've I've never tried that one. <laughs> hey, awesome. Uh, look, thanks for giving us the the rundown, and uh, I'm sure it is because you terminate people. So, oh god. <laughs> no, that's cool, man. Um, look. So who are you and how did you get into armor? Um, well, uh, I am a YouTuber slash streamer. Um, I mean, we already went over like my name, I suppose, so I can skip that. Um, and um, I mainly upload a lot of Arma on my channel. I do also upload some other games, um, but I've really found a love for Arma. And um, the weird thing about Arma, I, as many other people, I watched a documentary, uh, I forgot the guy's channel name, I think it was Gamers, he uploaded a documentary on the rise and fall of Operation Flashpoint, um, and he mentioned that I think like 80% of the people who bought Arma 2 back in the day bought it for the DayZ mod. That's how I got into Arma originally, and I'm assuming tons of other people did too. 
Um, and it really grasped me, the whole survivor thing and you know, like grabbing loot with your friends and you could be running for days, weeks on end and then like one random shot out of nowhere and you'd be like, well, I'm going back to the coast again. Right. Um, and, yep. and then I was like, wow, this game is awesome. Armor 3 was announced. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I bought it, was really disappointed with the, the, the like futuristic setting. Um, and then via a whole sort of... Uh, it's hard to explain, but via a, a whole like set of weird steps, which I think we come into later in another question, I, I fell into an Armour Milsim group for like three, four years ago, and now I've ever been been then been playing Arma three. Awesome. Damn, that's cool. So what's the Milsim group group? Um it's the well actually there's quite a lot of these, I believe. Uh we are reenacting the modern Third Ranger Battalion, seventy fifth regiment. It's a um uh it's a modern um airborne based unit out of the American uh, uh out of the United States. I think there's actually there's actually a lot. So if you search third RB, seventy fifth regiment, armor three, you're gonna find ten, twenty units. Um, but, uh, I, I personally, obviously think that ours is the best. I mean, I guess that's just being part of it means that you're like, you're obviously like thinking that it's the best one. Um, but, uh, yeah, there, there's definitely quite a few people who reenact Rangers in, uh, Arma 3 to a degree. That's amazing, man. Um, yeah, I, I never like, uh, been too much myself into Milsim, but the few, I found just a few, groups that really brought the uh the game upwards you know that the those units that really uh make you want to play armor their ways because there's you know little things that bring you into the realism into you know those those little things that make armor special and those units really like to um make them them real and and uh and throw you into the uh, into the game. That's really great. I feel you when you say yours is the best. Is you know, <laughs> uh, you you feel you always find your own uh, community that drives you to play armor. That's great. Well put, dude. Um, and I've played with a, a couple of other Milson groups as well. But um, for you, um, like, how did you find the group? I know that you said you just came across it, but is there a story? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to make it as simple as possible. So for one of my other games on my channel that I play a lot uh, is uh, is Men of War. And it has, much like Arm, it has a workshop on Steam. And at one point, I found a mod and I couldn't get it to work. And it has the creator or the uploader's Steam page or Steam profile on the side. So I added him and, hey, you know, can you help me? I'm trying to make a video on this. And he seemed really nice. Like, yeah, sure, I'll come on your team speak. Let me help you out. And um, when he was about to leave after helping me through and set it up entirely, he said, oh, by the way, if you're interested, you know, I know who you are. You make some cool videos. I, you know, I assume you're maybe into these military games because you play Men of War, I play Battlefield, etc. He was like, I'm Project Reality at the time. He's like, why don't you, you know, just hang out with us. We'll, we'll do you, like, we'll just take you through an op, uh, which is what we call these missions that we do in Arma. I was like, I mean, I guess I thought Arma 3 was really boring and had the vanilla setting. No offense to Bohemia, it's just my my opinion. Um, and I was, this was like in 2013, 2014. I think we were using like Cup in its earliest steps where it was basically directly ported from Arma 2. 
Um, uh, and I was blown away like that this like 15 or 14 people were capable of just basic delivering what Battlefield and Call of Duty campaigns try to do these like super spec opsy things where you like sneak through and try to evade the flashlights and stuff. And uh, ever since then, I was just totally uh, like obsessed with the whole like Milsim. Milsim is maybe not the correct word, but like this whole like group thing where everyone gets together and like accepts that Arma is a game with a little bit more realism if you want it to have with Ace, with all this medical systems and stuff. Um, and ever since then, I've just been obsessed with Arma as a whole. That's right. great, man. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome, um, dude. You you have some awesome answers. So, um, you said there was what fifteen odd. Uh, when I joined, it was a group of people. Yeah, about fifteen. And now, I'm assuming that's where you're trying to go. Uh, right now, we have actually today. Uh, in two and a half hours from now is a is another main op. We do them once a week on Fridays, yep. and our main ops are or have been at seventy flat, uh, like seventy without sort of interruption. Seventy people attending uh, for the last couple of months uh, because I think that's what the server limit is right now on our server. We cannot have more than seventy people, <laughs> uh, and technically we have seventy five or eighty people on our roster. Uh, so sometimes if someone's ill or something, they can they can step in. But yeah, we have about seventy to seventy-five people at any given time on Friday ops. That's wow. huge, man. Yeah, dude, that's cool, and that's there's, that's yeah. Go for there's it, only dude. few. There's only few uh, big communities that can uh, bring up those numbers. Uh, in Europe, I, I play with uh, FK, and uh, it's the same thing. Seventy players. It's it's really. I mean, for a uh, for Arma 3, five years later, it's it's huge. 70 players is huge. Yeah, it's really cool. There's not a lot of games that um, I think have the ability to fill up a server five, six years after they have been delivered. Uh, obviously, you know, I'm talking about smaller games. Like a game like Call of Duty or Battlefield, you're always going to find a game in the older ones. But these more niche games like Arma, because uh, it does really have a certain niche to it. Um, uh, it's, it's more military uh, simulation-esque style it's amazing that you know we're like you said five six years after release that we can still fill up servers with 70 people i mean you, fk can the third rb can and i know that there's a couple more that can fill up servers fully uh, and that's honestly just really i guess it speaks to how amazing arma is when the community that it's based or like the community that based it around arma is also really amazing like obviously a bad community isn't going to stay in arma but I don't know. I think it, it really speaks to both the community and to the game. For yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah, uh, with the with the community, that's. I mean, what modders, uh, devs, like five years on, the fact that um, people are still doing stuff to it. Uh, we've got. Um, well, last week's episode is uh, Warlords, so that was a bi developed game mode that's been released now and it's free to play and it makes playing with AI or PvP you know fun and easy so um, like Bohemia is still pumping stuff out for a game that's five years old do we need armor 4 right now nah not really you know <laughs> how, I mean how... I, 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 I would I would argue on that point uh, but I mean if, if, if this this I'm assuming this isn't supposed to be a five hour conversation about Arma 3 versus <laughs> Arma 4 but 
No, but indeed, yeah. Um, the the game is just full of things. One of the things that really enhanced the gameplay is Zeus, and I think we're gonna be talking about Zeus a lot with you. I'll leave Steph to you know go on with the next question because it's gonna be a big topic, I think, with you. Yeah. So with Zeus, what is Zeus like? And as far as being a gameplay mode, or sorry, a game mode, uh, is that easy to play and manage, or and are you the Zeus, or is it that you take turns? How does that work? Um. So um, I'm I'm actually I I've been to multiple communities. I mean, I'm the my main unit is the third RB, uh, like the 75th regiment. Um, I have, I'm already sort of like with my, my tippy toe in the water and some other communities. Um, but I guess I, I personally, I, I really like the one that we have in the third RB where we have, um, Monday all the way to Sunday besides Friday. Cause obviously it's like the main op, but, um, every other day, but Friday, there's a sort of assigned Zeus and this person gets to Zeus on that day. And if he can't, he either gives it to someone else or just, there's no op on that day. Um, but yeah, we basically in our unit have assigned Zeus days. So we, we know, okay, Monday is me, Tuesday is this guy, Thursday is that guy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, uh, yep, yep. And and I think um, Zeus, when I first started playing Arma as a player, like the first two years, I didn't really know. I was, just, I guess someone's maybe spawning this down. Maybe this is, um, you know, just a mission. Like I didn't really know. Like, I mean, I when I play Call of Duty, I don't think about, you know how the mission works like i just shoot enemies and that's exciting and with for me as the first times playing arm as well i guess this is just how it works you know this is just a thing that you can do um but then learning how zeus works and every single time you zeus you learn a new thing whether it's okay you can actually access this or you can turn on the lights or you can like change the time etc etc and then zeus turns into this sort of like you are the RTS player, whereas the people on the ground are your soldiers. Like, I'm a giant Command and Conquer fan. So yep. for me to play Zeus was basically like controlling the little soldiers to a degree. Because you can't directly tell them where to go, because that's obviously the human aspect of it. But yep. it was always like kind of playing the Command and Conquer, uh, maybe God or... or uh, dungeon master as people have sometimes referred to it as when you're like the the dungeons and dragons dungeon master yeah uh, and yeah. it's one, probably one of my favorite modes to play which i guess you're not really playing you're more building a mission but it's it's honestly one of my favorite things to do in armor uh, right i'm now. i'm just going to open and close a, a topic right now uh, i don't know if you've seen but uh speaking of uh command and conquer um you you uh, one of the devs released a few weeks ago armor commander you should look into that because it's really like basically uh, in a in a in a commander seat, and you're telling who who, who should go who where, and and you're fighting into a, it's basically based on PvP, but it's really based on that commander thing where you you tell people to go where and and uh, you you know lead the battle, and you have to win like that. It's just a you know a topic like that, but go and head out and see what it's like i actually i actually played that for a little bit um but then i guess we're coming back to my main gripe and that it's vanilla and then i mean i don't want to keep ragging on vanilla versus rhs or versus cup or versus any other mod but to me it just breaks my fun or immersion in a game to see vanilla stuff going around versus world war ii or um modern etc etc so gotcha. that's my main reason for not 
delving deeper into it. I, I did actually discover it and it looked really cool. My friends actually had a lot of fun in it on like a private server, but it wasn't really something that, I don't know, I guess could grab me as much as uh, like Zeus or uh, like an actual mission with players versus AI. Right. So we have a lot of, um, uh, I mean, there's, there's still been a lot of content come out. Obviously, it's all based on vanilla, just in case it's too hard to mod or something like that. Do you see a fix for that? I mean, there there's people who try, and uh, I actually made a, a, a mod review a couple a uh, couple weeks ago on someone who tried to make CSAT look a little bit less like aliens. And there, a lot of people in the comment section were like, "Well, but they're supposed to be this like super high tech, um, futuristic enemy. You're, they're supposed to be scary or ugly looking or more like aliens." Um, mm -hmm. Yep. I, I think you're never going to please everyone. I'm sure there was people in Arma 2 who didn't like the, like, close to, like, just post-Cold War setting. And there's people who don't like World War II, etc., etc. So, I mean, the the good thing here is, I guess, leave it to the modders and they'll make whatever people want to have. And then the most popular mods will be the ones that people want to have the most, I guess. Indeed. I think that's basically how Arma 3, uh, Arma in general works. The modding community just brings what the community wants. And it's, uh, it has always been like that. And it's just working amazing. Okay. You two want to be all diplomatic. That's fine. I just... Is asking a question. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good, man. Like I, um, yeah, all, always there's there's complaints about Bohemia and how they're doing it. But um, if there is a solution to fix everyone's issue, um, you're probably right. It's just that people will make the mods that they want to see or put them into development with groups like Vietnam Mod, which you know I'd love to get back on um, this podcast. And uh, it's whatever's most popular is, is going to win out. So, um, yeah, no, I, I do appreciate the, the honest answer, dude. It's, it's good. So, uh, moving on from that, um, what was it? Commandos or something, Flash? Uh, sorry, what? What was the game mode? The other oh, one? it was um, Armor Commander. Armor Commander. It's a game mode uh, created by Frank, um, and uh, well, his that's his nickname. And uh, basically, it's uh, you know you just uh, have a commander view of the map, and you play versus another commander, and you can have players uh, go into the uh, into the. Uh, the AI slots and you have, you know, costs on every, um, every unit and you can like buy them and send them to battle and you win the, the, the strategic game like that. That was pretty cool, man. And so eSports, have you hosted one of those on eSports yet? No, not yet. Since it probably doesn't, um, doesn't suit, uh, our way of playing. So, but I'm personally playing it for sure, but yeah, no, not at ESM. Right. All right. Okay. Well, now that's that's cool, dude. Um, if if ESM did host it, let me know. <laughs> yeah, for I'm, sure. I'm Anyways, you can you can just Lord. like download that from the workshop. Right. Yep. No, that's cool. All right. Well, um, uh, cool distraction, and we'll we'll get back to to Zeus, I suppose. No worries. <laughs> cool, man. So, um. Where where are you hosting 
Zeus? Is that um, main server or from someone's bedroom or how does that work? Oh, uh, I'll be honest with you. I know as much about server hosting as I know about uh, thermonuclear warfare, which is absolutely nothing. Um, oh. All I know is that we as a unit have uh, a server box with multiple servers on it. Um, so technically you could run um, uh, like we have a World War II server, a Vietnam server, a modern server. Uh, so people can run them at the same time in case they need to. Uh, but usually we only have one up at the time. Um, other than that, honestly, any question you ask me here is going to be me saying I have, <laughs> I have no clue. That would be the <laughs> God honest truth about that. That's yeah. perfectly fine. I mean, server knowledge is always, you know, like the wizardry of armor. <laughs> it, it does feel like that to me. Yep, and the the op optimization which I will be getting to with uh, with another community coming up, um, how to optimize you know a hundred slots on armor, because it's it's, I mean you see it in the past, you know you might get to thirty or forty people and it starts lagging out or being choppy and and you know is it down to components or straight internet in and out? Do you need fiber straight into the motherboard? Like how how does that work? So um yeah optimization with armor is, is a big thing and as long as you guys can host 70 slots and everyone's fine sounds perfect dude well fine as always uh in arma i don't know i mean i mean i'm not trying to rag on arma i mean that's not what the, that's not what this should be about but it's always you say fine when i play battlefield or siege you know you're at 100 plus frames and then you have 70 people in the thing as well in, in battlefield but when in arma you're at 25 frames and then you say yeah this is fine uh, I don't know. There, 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 it, it, there's like a picture with someone's house on fire, and they're sitting there drinking their cup of coffee, saying, "Yeah, this is fine." That's how I yeah. guess my computer feels while playing armor most of the time. <laughs> yep, yep. Plus, oh. most of most of the the, uh, the the thing has to be dealt by the server, uh, from what I've know. Uh, from what I know, so even though you've got a beast PC, there's always you know the server side that's gonna uh, be taken into account. For, exactly. For sure. Awesome. Um, cool. So, so we've gone through where it's hosted. Um, how have the ops changed from like when you started on Zeus to where you are now? And is it been like a, a player thing or admin based changes? Um, I, I think that there, there's a lot of um, uh, there's a lot of things that have changed. Uh, I think my first op was literally I, I I stood in front of the players and I said, you know, go here, kill this, and come back. And I would just spawn down uh, five, six squads of AI at a time. And um, I, I don't know, obviously that seems, it sounds really boring, but when you're new to Zeus and you don't really want to mess up anything because you don't know what's broken, you don't know what might break your server, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I think uh, right now, I mean, I'm actually trying to incorporate more and more uh, custom things, whether it's custom buildings or custom objects. Uh, and I'm not one of these people who spends hours and hours on building their own fortresses because at that point, I know that the, 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 the cost versus the reward, like I'm not going to spend four hours for uh, a couple of players to just lob RPGs into a building and blow it up because then I feel like I wasted four hours for people not even to appreciate it. But I, I think the biggest difference is in general, you 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 start off where I started off with just literally telling people, okay, go here, kill this. And now I try and bring a sort of um, 
beginning, middle, end to my ops, where it's okay, you have the beginning, you do some stuff and sort of maybe creates a story if I want to go there. And in the middle, your transport gets blown up. I mean, it's kind of like a cheap action movie, like a, like a, B, like a B movie with Steven Seagal. Like, uh, what's that called? Tropic Thunder? No, not Tropic Thunder. Uh, Under Siege. Under Siege is a movie with Steven Seagal, which I think is a good explanation of how my ops work. He, he gets in trouble. He gets worse in trouble. And at the end, he somehow manages to get it all back. And I guess that's a good explanation of how my ops go. Yeah, yeah and, I, so, wouldn't, and, I wouldn't call that a B-class movie, dude. That is top. <laughs> that was what i was going to say man the, uh, i think the best i think zeus being a zeus is uh like it should be uh rewarded by a medal i mean i've tried being a zeus a good zeus is rare because like uh being able to like uh, um get into the situations in in which uh the players get into and adapt quickly and build from that point is super hard man yeah i mean how would you say your team zeus's dude like how would you go about saying how to be a good zeus Oof. Um, I I, I want to say up, up, up front that I I definitely acknowledge that I have a lot of experience in Zeus. Like I I've been doing it for two years now, but I definitely know that um um um, um there's like I would say levels of of good and bad Zeuses, and I'm 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 sure I'm above average. Uh, but I I would never want to qualify myself as a great Zeus because I know there's gonna be someone saying, oh yeah, but this guy is way better or this guy does this better. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, I think that in general, um, 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 I would qualify myself as like a decent Zeus, but I, I don't want to, I don't want to have like the, the insignia of wow, best Zeus in the world. Cause I, I would probably feel, <laughs> yeah. feel it's all fine, man. We're not going to put in uh, that kind of pressure on you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, um, I mean, do let us know, like how, how do you qualify to be a good slash great Zeus, someone who is noted in the community as uh, a Zeus team lead. You know I, 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 mean? I, I think, I think that a good Zeus has to recognize one thing. And that's another thing that I guess I changed from my first ops to like two years later is it's really fun. <laughs> it sounds weird and macabre, but it's really fun to mess up your friends. Like you spawn on an RPG and you hit their first car. It's really fun. I'm not going to deny that, but you realize that later on, you know, it's more fun actually to miss their car, but to, um, with TFAR, I'm hoping you have to explain what TFAR is, uh, but oh, with, like, let's, let's get into it just in case. Oh God. So, uh, uh um, oh God, how do you explain TFAR where you only hear localized voice or radio traffic? I guess that's the, the, yeah. the easiest way to explain it. Yeah, cool. So it's a radio mod on Armour. It uh, links in with TeamSpeak, and it re so with with radio waves, um, they've got a certain travel distance, line of sight, like uh, what is it, line of eye line, line of sight, line of sight. Yeah. yeah. So line of sight might be what five k's, but if it has to roll over a hill, you might get two k's out of it, or or one k. You know what I mean? So. Um, uh, TFAR, if you are on two different sides of the valley or something, you might struggle to pick each other up. So, yeah. So, what do you mean with, with TFAR, you miss them 
Oh, they, you mean the radio stack on wild? <laughs> oh, no, it's just, it's really funny. Like, when you have a convoy of, like, four trucks and you are, like, you, you shoot an RPG across one of the Vicks to just hear them scream over, over radio, like, RPG, <laughs> you get kind of, like, a, like, again, a bad action movie sort of sequence where they either, they gun the guy down, they gun it on the road and just keep on driving, or they dismount and hope to find the guy. Um, but I know it, it's, it's, I guess, a, a good Zeus has to realize, A, it's not about him. A good Zeus, if you want to be good Zeus, don't kill players for your own fun. Because in the end, Zeus shouldn't be making the mission for himself unless there's no players. If there's just AI, it's different. But if you're Zeusing for players, your experience should be to, or your idea should be, how can I make this as much fun for the players um, while still having fun myself? And I guess killing players or just downing them uh, constantly because you are basically cheating you can see where they are on the map etc etc i mean there's no fun in running around in third person throwing constant grenades on your on your friends because you know where they are and they have no clue where you're coming from um so you have to like put yourself in the mindset if i was a player would would it be fun to get down for five minutes or would i like to sit at the respawn screen for three minutes or would it be fun <laughs> to have my car destroyed and have to walk to the next objective 20 minutes away and right. I think that's the first step in a good Zeus. You have to realize yeah, that's pure wisdom, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, it's all about oh, cool Zeus, and and oh, let's blow some stuff up because I can. Oh, what's that? That rubbish bin's now an IED. Boom. See you later. And <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's not fun to sit in the respawn lobby, dude. You you sit there. Can you even uh, spectate, or is it just sitting in the lobby listening to everyone else? Um, it depends. I mean, I've, I've run some missions. In general, we have respawn turn on to a degree where you spawn in a base and then a helicopter or a vehicle will take you back in. That's how our main ops work anyway. Yep. Um, most of our like side ops, I guess, side operations, not the, the main one. Um, uh, it can go from no respawn to respawn on body. It really depends on the Zeus uh, and like what he wants it to be in that mission. No, I've done some where it's one life only, where someone literally in the first uh, engagement, they didn't realize that the, the, the fourth guy in their fire team took a hit from like a stray bullet from an AK and he bled out in the, in the Vic and five minutes later he fell out of it dead. And everyone's like, oh, what now? I was like, well, there's no respawn. Like there was no respawns left. I didn't have any slots open. So the guy spent, you know, five minutes bleeding out and then his op was over. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> it's, oh. it's really brutal, but yeah. Well, that, that's cool. And, you know, different missions for different stuff. Keep mixing it up. I, I do like that. Um, I'm just going to shoot uh, a random question related to T-Fair. Um, what do you prefer between T-Fair and Acre? Oof. Uh, I don't have a ton of experience with Acre. I think Acre is, is really good. Uh, I love the the thing where you can like go from uh, you have like I think it's five levels or four levels of different like you can do the tab scroll thing I believe like the green bar. Um, I, I think it works better than the whispering normal and yelling uh, that you have in Tfar. Um, but to me honestly, I I couldn't really tell you my preference because I've ninety nine percent of the time I've used Tfar. And a few times I've used Acre, it was already it was always really weird because people didn't really know what to do because we're all used to T far. So for yeah, me, T far wins just because it's the one I'm used to, I suppose. Okay, great, got you. Awesome. So like thanks for uh going over that, dude. Um let's let's get into how have you failed hosting Zeus? 
um, you, you kind of covered that a little bit with you know oh, when you kill people it's not fun for them um, but is there are there other tips and tricks to, to not fail at Zeus? I think this is my first thing I would argue or I would tell a new Zeuser is start super small. Don't think that you can have people flying in an airplane, jump out in midair, jump into a car with the car, jump into the water, change to a submarine and go blow up a base all the while, you know, lobbing grenades from a fully automatic, like, you know, Mark 19 grenade launcher. Start small, literally tell them, okay, here's a car. There's an enemy leader, whatever in this village and go blow them up and come back. Start small, preferably with a small group of people. So it's easily like, I guess it's easily, uh, it's, it's more easily kept in check for you as a Zeus going too big, too grand or trying to make it too flashy, um, is, is issues that I've seen new Zeus's do where they're like, okay, I need to make an impression. So I need to have a submarine. I need to have people flying on a submarine underneath a Black Hawk. Uh, and I need the Black Hawk needs to drop it in the water. And then before you know it, the submarine hits the water at like 100 kilometers an hour and everyone <laughs> dies. Um, yeah. and that's I think people try and do the things that they see in the movies and they want to do it immediately in Zeus. You can do it, but you need to start with the smallest movie and not immediately go to like uh, Independence Day or the day after tomorrow, because you, you can't you can't go from um, uh, you can't do that when you're new to Zeus and hell. I would even argue that I would have a big amount of trouble hosting 80 people on, on a server, like trying to make it entertaining for all 80 people would still be really hard for me. Yeah. Okay. You know, so small groups to start in, and then move slowly to big groups. Yeah, small groups and small ideas, I guess, is a. Yeah, all practice, dude. Like, it's all about practice. And, you know, moving players around a map is, is one thing. You know, creating small missions where it's, you know, just capture. Just put some people down. Um, they have to scout it out. They still have to take half an hour to scout it out, flank around the outside, discuss which way they're going to approach it, you know, if they're doing it properly or, or you know what I mean? So just a small capture mission is reasonably hard and difficult to set up. But to keep it entertaining for 80 people going in three different submarines through the... Nah, that's boring as shit, dude. What are you going to do? Sit in a submarine? <laughs> it's kind of boring, you know what I mean? Like, But if you're in the middle of going to an objective and you have to keep your eyes out because anything could happen along the road, and uh, what is that tractor doing? It's, it's just in the middle of the road. That All right, let's, let's stop early. Let's hop out. Let's check it. You know what I mean? Do things properly. Yeah. Yeah. So just and, yeah, go for it. And like, um, what in your sense has been working best for you as a Zeus uh, in in big or small groups? But what's your best experience of a of a, a game or a, an objective or something? What's I, um, the best experience? I I have I guess I have two. I'll I'll make it short. I have one that I did very recently on Tanoa, where I actually used a mod to lower the water levels. Um, so so I could see in the editor what was actually underwater. I, I could see all the caves, et cetera, et cetera. There's actually quite a few very cool, uh, there's quite a few very cool things underwater on Tano. I'm sure other maps have it as well, Altus, et cetera. But Tano has some really cool underwater uh, 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 caves, et cetera, et cetera. So what I did, I put a crashed C-130 at the bottom. I put down like 80 or 90 crates, uh, different sizes, wooden crates, pallets, but also like metal crates. And I told a, a, a team of six people, hey, 
or 10 people go on this boat. Half of the team stays on the servers, protects the servers, and they were obviously being attacked by service boats. The other four or five go underwater and you have to search every single container. One of them has intel on it for your next objective. Um, I, I love making missions for smaller groups because everyone probably gets to shoot at the same time. Like everyone's going to be close together. They're going to have the same experience. Um, it's like if you have 10 people all sort of huddled around a main character in like a Call of Duty campaign moment where they all see what happens. Whereas in an 80 man op, you know, I could be three, four, five kilometers away and not see the giant epic nuclear explosion. Well, I guess a nuke you might see, but I uh, uh, I can't see the A-10 doing a strafing run or I can't hear the artillery firing, etc., etc. So a small mission with, um, in case the divers, I, I thought was, was a really cool um, um, scenario for small people. And then I've done one for a very big group, at least for me, for, it was for, 35 to 40 people, which was one life only, first person only, um, very limited ammo, etc. And it was a sort of realism in between brackets, as far as you can get to realism up um, in, in Arma, where they were going through a valley. They were not allowed to run or sprint. They were all forced to walk unless they were under fire. And the idea was you cleared a valley of IEDs. First IED, they cleared. Second one, they didn't see. They stepped on it. And then I pounced on him with like four or five guys with AKs. That w doesn't really matter when you're with 40 normally, but when you're first person, uh, there's a couple of guys down from an IED. The 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 screams, I don't want to like make PTSD sound entertaining, but I swear some people got some Arma PTSD from, from that op just because their friends were down, there was AK fire coming down, they knew they had one life only. Um, and first person in Arma is, I love it personally. A lot of people... When I play with feel it's kind of a handicap. So to force people that don't like first person into first person with all the above mentioned um, was a really interesting op to see how people uh, actually retreated for the first time that I've ever done Arma. People were like, okay, we need to retreat off the hill, go 20, 30 meters back and set up a position because this is like not uh, sustainable. And that was really awesome to see for me as like it a, gets a it gets stressing as as mad as it can be. Uh, first person, as you said, can be really can really push the realism so far. Like uh, taking a grenade in, in first person can be so stressing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't see where it bounced into the corner of what room. So uh, yeah, you better either climb out the window or, or figure something out. But um, something I wanted to, to point to as well is uh, like not only does that sound like an, an Armagasm moment, but a hashtag armor PTSD moment. So uh, is there any chance you've got that recorded? Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, these are things are moments that I recall from a video that I must have recorded months ago. Uh, actually, to give you a, a sort of preview, I have a video in my recording file that is from June 18th, 2018. That I haven't edited yet. Um, wow. I, I think the video I'm talking about right now is from July or August. So it, it'll be up at some point whenever I get the like um, 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 the courage because it's a three-hour video to sit through it and go through it all and edit into a nicer sort of watchable video, not three hours of a lot of downtime and a lot of nothing happening. I think but, after this video, after this uh, podcast, there's a lot of people gonna ask in the comments to for you to post that video for sure. Yeah, I kind of ruined that for myself, now, didn't I? <laughs> I <gotta laughs> no, make, I did, I no, that video it's, now. 
it's the uh, it's the titillation waiting for the uh, um, that that moment where you're walking through the forest, you miss it, and then five dudes with AKs. And and do you have it in first person? Do you have anyone anyone else's point of view, or is it just yours? Uh, no, sadly enough, um, this is like I said six seven months ago. I mm-hmm. only had it from a Zeus perspective. Now I uploaded a video yesterday. Um, courtesy of Arma hosts, by the way. Um, and um, um, in that comment section, I, I actually couldn't sleep overnight because I couldn't test it. I read the comment at like 2 a.m. and I went to bed. I didn't sleep till like 6 because someone said, you can select any entity, player or AI, and press the enter key to spectate them. So this morning, I got two of my friends. We joined the server and I tested it. And you can apparently first person spectate AI players and it'll follow their head movements. It'll follow them exactly. It's almost like you're watching a replay, but it's happening at the exact time. So they look left, your, your camera goes left. You're basically like a second player that's right on top of them. So in the future, moments like that, I hopefully can get from their perspective. Uh, but obviously yeah. in this upcoming video, it was only from like an actual on top Zeus perspective. Oh, that's cool, dude. So we can expect some dog first person perspective. I hope so. <laughs> that's awesome. And do you have um, do you have anyone like dedicated just to catching that? Because that that would be something that um, would be pretty cool for videos in, in particular if they had something that could record uh, at 1080, and then literally just follow around the group in first person, so you can Zeus, and then they can record for you. Um, I, I've been obviously this is something I literally like legitimately only found out less than 14 hours ago, so my mind's been going insane. Um, I'm thinking about launching Arma on my girlfriend's computer and just like having her spectate uh, someone in my when I'm Zeusing, having having that computer spectate someone. Um, but obviously like as I'm talking, my mind is still going like, what can I do? Cause there's so many cool things. Uh, I, I found a helmet cam mod. Now it's a shame that, um, yep. I know this podcast doesn't have a hyperlink where you could see, uh, or does it like if I, oh, link yeah, no, you, we, will, we will be able to have uh, links down below. So if you see in the description, links, yeah, yeah, dude. Um, hang on. Sorry. You don't have to cut this out for two seconds, but I'm like, while we're talking about it, I got to just go down and show you this. This is, uh, this is the first thing I was thinking about was, um, actually I can put in discord as well. You did. Um, but yeah, we can throw it in the description. So, uh, we can always refer to it and be like, cool, check out the description for X, Y, and Z. Awesome. I, I didn't know that. I didn't want to like, I don't want to say that, and you're like, "Oh, we don't have like we didn't have one." I would be ruining it. Yeah, that looks dope, man. Oh, I that, can't is that send a cam? Is that a a camera view? Oh, it's helmet. Just, helmet cam. Is that it's it? It's literally just a filter um, that you can turn on and off with the scroll lock key. Uh, it's a, it's called Real Dust. You can install it in in your game. I'll link you the actual thing at the time. But uh, yeah, in this view, the issue is I tested this. And spectator in a spectator in 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 Eden or in in um, regular vanilla armor, none of them actually follow the head movement. But now I can have a camera literally set up on top of a player's head, and I would follow where they're looking. So I'm really excited um, to to do something like this. I think that would really, look really cool. awesome, man. It, it, I mean, the realism in the video would be one step further. Yeah, it would be uh, it would be armor PTSD for mm. sure. 
Okay, so um, I think we can just launch the next question on that topic is, uh, do you have like one um, special uh, video in your, in your, uh, in your, on your YouTube uh, channel that really uh, boosted the channel or, uh, you know, really uh, got you to the next level in YouTubing? Um. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm assuming that we're just talking about like a lot of views or a lot of interaction. Um, and there's one, there's actually two videos. There's one that um, uh, I did a very long time ago. It's almost four years ago now where um, it was just very, it was not supposed to be that way, but uh, it really felt kind of like the, the scene where you fly in on Call of Duty 4 uh, in one of the first missions where you fly in a Black Hawk and you fly over some... Uh, some some Arab city and then you fast rope out. So I made it, I edited that to be with the audio and the voiceover, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, it's honestly a really shit, bad, shitty job when you look at it four years ago. Uh, like when you look at it today. But at the time, I was so excited about it. Um, and another one, which was um, where me and my friend, we were a sniper spotter team in like a main op, and I still get. 30, 40, 50,000 views a month on that video, even though it's almost two years old now, uh, because I'm assuming these people search for that stuff or it just speaks to people's imagination when you see 40, 50, 60 people, it's two years ago, so we're a bit smaller, 40, 50 people together uh, with people just literally, all they do is fly a helicopter in with uh, ammo or fly in people who died. They don't shoot their gun. They don't ever see an enemy. Well, unless they got shot down, but hopefully they don't. <laughs> uh, they drop off people and they fly back. And I get comments on that every single week where it's like, this is insane to me. Like, is, is, is this uh, like software that the military uses? This is, there, there's people just are astounded when they watch that. So it's it's really cool. Uh, to see that these older videos are still grabbing lots of attention. But to me, I've tried to evolve my content uh, slightly into a more edited, less like I don't want to upload four hour long videos anymore. So it's kind of cringy to me to watch these older ones back. I'm like, wow, I should have cut this or should have done this different. But um, those two videos are the ones that people are really uh, still watching very often. Yeah, get you. Um, editing takes a lot of time, I guess. Um, how, I, I, from what I've understood, you uh, spend a lot of time uh, dedicated to your to your YouTube or streaming. How much time do you spend a day editing videos for YouTube YouTube channel? Um, right now, uh, January is the worst month when it comes to YouTube, where uh, all the advertisers are out of money. It's the new year. Companies are trying to see what you know, uh, how good or how bad their advertisements did over December near Christmas time. So right now, I'm not uploading that many videos, you know, in a in a month. But in a busy month, um, good example, which I'll never forget, was 2016 in August. My parents and my sister went to on a holiday from the Netherlands all the way to uh, LA, all the way to uh, San Francisco and LA. And I said, mom, dad, I love you, but I can't go. And they were like, what? And I said, listen, I have a business now. I need to spend, I think I was home alone for two or three weeks and I spend 15 hours a day, either uh, recording or editing. And then obviously the other like nine I spent sleeping and eating. I, I think I literally didn't even leave the house for, for two, three weeks because I was trying to get videos out. So it depends on how busy uh, the season is or the month. 
it can range anywhere from six hours to, like I said, 15. And that's not an exaggeration, like literally 15 hours of just recording, editing, uploading, recording, editing, rendering, uploading, et cetera, et cetera, which is, um, it's really fun, but it sometimes gets really, um, 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 it gets really monotone when you're just, you know, opening editing program and doing the things. But I guess in the end, uh, that's kind of like the, it comes with what I'm doing, right? It's my mm, own decision. It's, so. um, yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a, Necessary evil. Mm, that's it. Exactly. I've, basically, I wouldn't have the patience to do it. I've got a few YouTube videos, but clearly, I, I'm, I'm always, you know, like looking into it, like editing one video and then just dumping it because it's too much, um, you know, investment. Um, I mean, it's it's a whole passion. I mean, uh, to to have a real YouTube. Uh, a channel working and everything i mean i've got so much respect for you and all those guys that do it it's so much time man it's amazing i appreciate that there's there's also like a lot of fun side too you get to play games but you know there's also the, the boring stuff which is the editing and the uploading and all that stuff but i guess people don't really think about that because they think about just playing video games but i wish my job was to play video games but there's also all the other things that come with it but yeah for I, sure I appreciate that. yeah yeah, it's, it is something that um, people don't understand. Like, oh yeah, I'm a YouTuber or I'm a streamer, and that's cute, but there is a lot of setup. Yeah, mm, for sure. Yep, that's um, that's it. End of the conversation. <laughs> you don't want to get into to like just. I mean, as you said, fifteen hours. You might be. I mean, again, right? So a, a record might be uh, what an hour or two. And then you might spend the the other ten hours just cutting and editing a video, just to get that perfect. Well, I mean, I I I I don't want to imply that back in the day, especially not back in the day, I didn't spend ten hours editing, but I would record. Um, especially if I was home alone, I would just sit there and record four or five, six games, like you know, four or five sessions of two hours, and then um, you know, when you edit them all down, I would watch through them entirely. So, you know, you're, you're, you're spending two hours recording, you're watching it through at two hours and then you do that four or five, six times. So I, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want it to sound like back in the day, I definitely didn't spend 10 hours editing a two hour video. I, I guess I should have, uh, that's more of a thing now where I can spend, uh, at least double the amount of a video. Let's say a video is three hours. I'm going to spend six hours editing it down. Right. Um, but, and you're also better at that now. So editing, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, and you know, I I only know from, uh, let's put this uh, basic bitch experience. I, um, you know, have a computer that can, um, edit, uh, it can record, um, and I have tried it in the past, and you know, it's cute. I do like freeze frames, and you know, put some words over it, and then. Uh, a year later, I look back at it and I go, "What the hell was I thinking?" There was a, yeah. So it it was interesting to find out that you have the same when you look back at something, you know, four years old. Your your edits uh, are still a little cringy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do, I don't like being reminded of my older videos. So if we could not link those two older videos I mentioned, that'd be really, <laughs> that'd be really cool. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm I'm watching them right now. Oh God, no! Okay, let's end awesome, I'm gone. Man. I'm out. I'm <laughs> hey, dude. Um, you've got a million views on a video three years ago. Men of War Assault Squad Two. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now as well. So, what's that video, dude? Oh, that's that's like uh, I don't know how to say this nicely. It's just a very low effort thing that I didn't expect to get any views. It's just like a. It was a. It's, it's a. It's a. Oh god, how to explain it's super short. It's a prototype vehicle. Imagine a, a, a King Tiger tank, but 50 times bigger with battleship-sized guns on it. And I was just blowing up my my two friends' stuff with it in multiplayer. And maybe the thumbnail, maybe what people were searching, but it had like 20 or 30,000 views in a month. And then suddenly I woke up one morning and it had 130. And I woke up a week later, well, I mean, I didn't sleep for a week, but I, I, I woke up a week after that at some point and I checked it. And it was like a 2.30, 3.30, 4.30. Um, I guess certain things just uh, like get traction and then they don't stop. I don't know how it works. It's YouTube's algorithm, but uh, that video is really, it's really not worth showing. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Um, okay, cool. Uh, thanks for running us through that. Um, is there anything else uh, over YouTube that, that you might want to get into a little bit or um, oh, well, top, um, top tips for gamers? I, I personally really would like to uh, to shout out. It's like I mean, the, one of yeah, the questions one of you mentioned well, was, uh, was like, who do I watch? And I, I think it's always fun to get to that point because um, when I was uh, in 2013, right before I started my channel, um, and it wasn't even, I didn't start my channel because I wanted to be a, like a successful Matrine Brackets YouTuber. It was just because my friends were like, Hey, you know, you're pretty good at games. Why don't you just upload some of your footage and see what happens? And I did that. And that's what kickstarted it all. I, I didn't, wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to be a millionaire tomorrow, which by the way, a disclaimer, I'm not a millionaire. I don't want people to think that I, that's not the case. Feel free to send me money and donations. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but, um, um, um. Don't start a channel thinking you're going to be big or a millionaire. I mean, there's people starting a channel now that are going to be a millionaire next year. And there's people that started their channel back when YouTube began that are like quite literally homeless. There's one or two people that I know that are actually homeless as part well, not no, no, but I've heard of that are homeless now, uh, even though they were really successful back in the day. But um, um, I, I think a cool thing is to understand that when I was, uh, six, seven years ago when I was 18, I'm 24 now. Uh, when I was 18, 17, I was going through some really hard times. Um, I had, you know, girlfriend troubles, which I'm assuming every teenager has, um, uh, I had school trouble, uh, I, at home, my parents didn't like that. I was playing video games more than I was doing school stuff. And I really sort of, uh, used YouTube to, uh, I don't know, maybe not escape at all, but to, you know, like have fun and do other things. And I guess, well, I mean, do sort of escape all that. And, um, 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 now I actually have some emails from people that said that I did that for them. So I became from a person seeking sort of help is maybe not the wrong way, but the person seeking sort of an escape or seeking just something else, you know, some relaxation that maybe TV or games don't really provide. It's like watching a video is more passive, right? Than playing a video game. So, um, this, this sort of passive entertainment I get some emails from people saying 
that I am go helping them go through a hard time. Like, oh, I broke my leg and I've been in this hospital for six weeks, or um, I have this surgery going on, or it's not really going good. My, my dad is ill and I'm really feeling bad, but watching your videos makes me really um, feel better. And like getting those emails means so much to me because at one point I was that person. I was that person who was like, man, my girlfriend and this and my school and my parents and my, my, my job, et cetera, et cetera. And now I am like providing that to some other people that's like really um, not humiliating, but it's really, um, oh, there's another word for that. Sorry. Uh, Humble. It's exactly, it's, it's really humbling. It made me feel like, wow, like that I am providing this by playing video games and having fun with my friends, making other people feel less stressed or maybe just better or having a fun time laughing at like one of my friends blowing stuff up with an RPG in a video, like anything. It, it just, it's so humbling. Thank you. That's the word. Yeah. So humbling. Mm. And I, I think that uh, a lot of people will be reacting to that because uh, yeah, basically all those people that you're uh, entertaining with your video and, and uh, will, will feel uh, what you're saying I think there's going to be a lot of people agreeing with with that uh, that you're uh, providing a very good distraction to bad times in life and um, I feel like I've got a few people I know that are in that situation you just met you just mentioned and um, they're watching your videos and that's why one of the reasons I was so pleased to have you on the show is because you mean uh, mean a lot to people and I think people are just going to be pleased to hear that uh, you know it and you've realized that it's you know you're you're uh, making them happy and you're happy about that that's just amazing it's funny uh, sorry to get off the track there I remember when I had less than 100 subs and I would wake up in the morning go to school and go to the bathroom and check my phone and I'd check uh, social blade uh, the website where you can see your subscriber and view gain. I was like, I got two subs overnight. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then the week after that, Oh, I got five subs overnight. No way. And, um, 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 uh, like it, it's, it is honestly still really fun to see, like, see the, the stats go up, like get more subs or get more views. Um, but in the end, uh, to bring it all back, I mean, maybe it's kind of a downer, but in the end, I know that some of those people are like, like Flash and I mentioned, it's the people that are looking for some entertainment. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm some sort of saint. I'm not some sort of YouTube saint making people, you know, healing people of their cancer or healing people of their broken leg. But if I can like lighten it by just a fraction of a percent, then I've already done a lot more than I ever thought I would by just making YouTube videos. And I know exactly what these people are going through. Not that I've ever broken my leg, but I mean, I can, I can, I can, I can feel uh, like I, I was doing this myself with other YouTubers back in the day. So to give back or to, to maybe not give back is the wrong word, but to pass on what I got from other people to pass that on to others again that are watching my videos is, is, is really awesome. Yeah, man, that's that's cool. Um, again, off topic. Uh, what kind of gaming rig have you got? Oh God. Um. Uh, oh no! Don't tell me you're one of those people that are like, oh, I don't know. I don't make. <laughs> I have a, I have a, <laughs> I have a PC par picker website that I know I can read <laughs> off of if you if you are interested. <laughs> oh man, cool, I know. Honestly, about computers. Um, a while, a couple years ago, one of my RAM sticks was broken. 
I had to look up a video how to remove a ram stick. Don't like I'm I'm actually <laughs> super super not tech savvy like savvy. Oh, okay. I'm I'm stupid. Well, look, look, I won't I won't hassle you for it because you do make great content. So uh, that's cool, dude. You you don't have to learn about that. It's something that captured my imagination um, and how I originally got into into armor myself. But yeah, now that's that's for another episode. So you. Um, uh, you record content do you stream at the same time um no no i have i have one computer uh set up at the moment um so i i don't have like a stream and a um a record computer i do sometimes uh stream but streaming and recording are two totally different beasts i mean it, to stream something takes because you i want to interact with the audience i want to see what people are saying in chat i want it to be entertaining so when you're recording, you know, you can just sit there and for half an hour of doing nothing, but, oh, you know what? Cut it. But you can't, you can't do that in a live stream. You can't, you can't just sit there for half an hour, not saying anything, et cetera, et cetera. So to keep up your, your pace and your, 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 your personality streaming is, I would argue is maybe harder on a person than recording. And I, I'm still trying to get better at streaming. Um, it's just that, uh, um, I, I, honestly have such a hard time just transferring my recording personality to my twitch personality or my 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 recording like i'm sorry my stream personality it, it's it, it's hard to transfer that so i would like to be better at streaming but it's something that you have to learn just like you have to learn being a zeus i guess you have to just practice by streaming often on on and on and on and on and on yeah no i i understand that dude um Okay, cool. Well, just for shits and giggles, you have uh, posted your your PC part picker list. So um, I'd love to run that run run through that for for people who are interested, because it's not uh, it's not actually a, a super high end setup. It's it's a great setup, but it's not one of those i nine two thousand dollar cpus with a <laughs> you know it's um so you've got a, a i7 6850k so unlocked 3.6 gig six core processor um uh an aftermarket air cooling with msi x99a sli so do you have two gpus no you've just no. got a single 1080 ti which is gangster it'll do everything that you need to do um, uh, 750 watt uh, gold certified power supply so that's pretty cool exactly what you need uh, I don't know why you've got a DVD or CD writer in there but oh that's a <laughs> the guy in the <laughs> store looked at me and it's like what era are we in sir I'm like trust me I need this so I play I play a few so Steam is obviously like 99% right but I have yep. a game uh, called Close Combat uh, my dad played it a ton. It's a 1994, like, horrible-looking, honestly, now, <laughs> a horrible-looking RTS game about the battle, uh, the, the battle of uh, Market Garden, sorry, about the airborne landings in 1944 in the Netherlands, in my country. But I have that on CD. I have some other ones. And I was like, dude, for 20 bucks, just put a put a DVD drive in so I can, like, play these games whenever I want to. Um, yeah, and I actually played the older Command & Conquer games, I put them in my on the like I put them in the disc thing. So yeah, for twenty uh, cool, bucks it was man. worth it to me. Yeah, yeah no, Command and awesome. Conquer is life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
and and for other people it's a Corsia C70 military green case which uh, George from Armor Hosts has just commented on I love the green case. So. Yeah, it's 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 so cool. It like uh, I saw it in a store and I was like, this looks like an ammo case. Are you sure it's not one? And I don't know. It just looks it looks really like I I would if you if if you were to Google Arma case, I was hoping this one would like come up because it looks like something you would see like for an Arma dev to use. In my opinion, it, it looks like an ammo case. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And then with the screens as well, you've got two twenty seven inches. One's a ten eighty, and the other one is a. Uh, 2560 by 1440 uh, 165 hertz so i had no idea uh, that that um i thought it was just 144 hertz that you get but so you get 100 frames in armor quite comfortably uh <laughs> um on, armor is is brutal in single player i can run at, at 100 multiplayer in the ops that we do like for example later on today we're probably looking at somewhere between 30 and 50 which is still really fine I yep. actually made the decision to go for a disc monitor because 4K to me, uh, this is like a two-year-old build at this point almost. Yep. I think I got this April of 2017 um, for my birthday. I was like, you know what? I need a new computer. I'm getting one. Um, I, 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 I made the choice of, to go for a, a, a 2560, not a 4K monitor, mainly because a ton of games I have experienced my friend talking about who did own a 4k computer saying that they yep. weren't running as good and i'd rather yep. have 100 fps at like 25 60 than 50 or, or sub 60 i should say at 4k so my next computer build going to be a 4k computer 100 but i wasn't fully i didn't no. fully trust 4k at the time i should say no and and it wasn't there like it was there but i mean you you need to throw you need to throw a lot of money at it and uh I mean, I don't have it. To, I'm, I'm still on my first computer build. Like, I'm still on my first CPU um, from from gaming. Like, I was on the Xbox 360 when that was still out, I don't know, five years ago or something like that. And uh, I, I won't go into it. But, um, yeah, no, that, that's cool. Uh, 2K, uh, good resolution. You're recording in at least 1080 and um editing the videos does that take a long time or you smash through that pretty quickly um i actually switched from i i always used to use sony vegas and then my friends said hey you know what use adobe premiere and i switched to adobe premiere and my videos render twice as fast it's same right. same settings everything is the same it just premiere renders it twice as fast or 50 percent faster at the very least some videos it goes a little bit faster it's a little bit slower um yep. and it has a built-in program which allows you to, which is my favorite thing, I edit three, four videos, I go to bed, I click on a button in my program, and it renders these four videos from top to bottom. Um, I know it's possible in Sony Vegas, but I don't think there's like an actual program. It's like a command you have to use. It's some like other scripting, which I'm not good at because I don't know anything about computers, which are already established. Um, so for me, it was awesome to just have this program and just go through it really fast. So no, honestly, this thing renders, my computer renders pretty damn fast compared to my old one. Probably yeah, it's, twice it's basically um, Adobe Premiere is great. I use it as well. It all depends. It's, um, you know, it all, uh, yeah, it all depends on, on the CPU. Basically it's, uh, if you open your, your, uh, your um, task thing, on your computer, you'll see when you start the rendering, it all shoots into the CPU. And the better CPU you've ha you have, the better rendering you time you'll have for sure. 
something yeah. else might be as um, different programs might use more threads so you've got 12 threads on your CPU that you can use uh, and if, if Sony Vegas only uses two cores or two threads or something like that then yeah when um, uh, Adobe uses all 12 threads all six cores uh, it'll smash it out pretty quickly well, yeah, so what cool. you said. I have no clue what you just said. But... <laughs> oh, that's okay. Um... You know what I prefer in that whole set is the Logitech uh, keyboard and mouse. I love Logitech, man. Uh, you must so much, uh, I mean, you must enjoy those those two. Uh... Have you yeah, switched I, those I had out a Razer yet? Naga mouse before, and um, I wasn't a big fan. I would actually press those buttons on the side quite a lot, the like MMO buttons. Right. Um, and I saw it was in a store and I, it just felt really comfortable and um, I love my keyboard it's like an RGB one and Battlefield 5 actually uses it in a very cool way where it has the the V logo across your keyboard when you're in a menu when you're playing all the keys that you need like A, W, S, D, etc. are lit up and your F11 to F12 keys actually represent your health so you can look down and see your exact health uh, percentage basically while you do 10% or 8% but uh, I don't know. I'm kind of one of those freaks who uh, I love when my stuff has some shiny lights on it for like a couple more dollars. So that's cool, dude. Um, so Shermanator. Yep. Uh, I I don't know your name. Is it? Oh, still a... uh, Samuel's fine or sure. Sam. Honestly, I hate when people call me Shermanator because it's like little makes me like kind of weird, like get a weird <laughs> tingle. Yeah, dude. Uh, Sam, look. Sam, so far, thanks, dude. It's been an awesome conversation. So if you're happy to go for um, another few minutes, we'll try and wrap this up. Yeah, no worries. Um, I'm sorry, I probably talked way too much. No, uh, I mean, no, no. When, when no. you give me an opportunity, I start talking. It's just that I can't stop myself. Well, that, that's just it, dude. We want you to talk. That's that's the whole reason we have you on the podcast, is so you can talk. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm glad that our questions are open enough that you can just get into all of it. Let's finish off with the, the Milsom group and try and clear that up. So what's the, the Milsom group called again? Because, you know, it's been the start of the podcast since we talked about <laughs> it. Um, how do you find you guys? Um, is there a vetting process? What's the whitelist? How does that work? So um, it's the 3rd Range of Battalion, 75th Regiment. There's, I'm sure, 15 or 20 of them. Um, but I think we're one of the bigger ones. And I would argue that probably the, the best way to find, uh, or the best, the, the easiest way where most people find us has to be obviously through my videos where I play with these people and I put it in the description or I mention it. Um, I'm also linking uh, you a, a page where people, people can sign up. Um, the, the thing is that right now we're at kind of capacity. We are trying to recruit more people um, but we're also trying to see how and where they fit in to the point where we might have to upgrade our, our server to a larger server. And that comes all the issues of lag and uh, desync, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so right now we're full, but we're still taking people to sign up. Because worst case scenario, you're you're accepted and you're, there's no room for you, but someone leaves because you know they go on military run to Afghanistan because we have actual people in our unit that are serving in the military, whether it's American, Canadian, German military, etc. So there's always going to be room for you. It might just not be immediately that there's room for you. Okay, that's cool. And um, uh, 
people can just join and, and play with you guys if, if they do find you or how does that work um uh well i i have nothing i should say i have nothing to say about people who i've nothing to say about who joins where where how or if i'm just a player just like anyone else i feel like i should stress that because people always look at me like i didn't get accepted into the unit you must be not not liking me um people have to send an email uh which is all directed in that in that uh in that link and then they get a answer back uh if they're accepted if not then you weren't accepted. And if they are accepted, uh, they have to come in for a small interview where they just ask like five questions and make sure that you're not actually a six-year-old. Um, I don't think we we do have a sort of a, like elasticity where people that are younger don't necessarily mean that they're bad, but obviously you don't want to have a six-year-old running around in Arma because people have pretty mature conversations, whether it's in-game or out of the game, and we don't want to feel like we're babysitting someone six-year-old. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. yeah, basically when you're accepted, you then have to go to two trainings on two Sundays that are, uh, only about an hour and a half each. And then, um, whenever you complete it, one of those two, you get to play with us, uh, as a recruit plus <laughs> that sounds really stupid, but it's a recruit plus. And then when you finish, I believe you become a private and then you can eventually, uh, achieve higher ranks. However, I should say immediately, no one calls each other sir. Just because you have a lieutenant bar doesn't mean that you have any more, it doesn't mean you have a bigger edict than the guy next to you who is a private. Uh, it's just to show that people who've been here for longer have a higher rank or people who are in a specific position. It makes no sense for someone who is leading 70 people to be a private. Obviously he has to be a, a lieutenant or a major or a captain, um, but, um, if, if, if someone wants to join, they can do it there. If they get accepted, they get talked to. And then if they're fine, they have to come to a training and then they're good to go. So it's not just easy. Oh, okay. I'm going to join a server and come play because that has actually given us some bad experiences in the past. Um, fucking, I'm so glad I've got pushed to talk right now. So <laughs> where did you come up with, he's got a bigger edict? Where? Oh, I don't know. Just, it's just uh, people. Some people. <laughs> some people think that just because you know this is my this is my main issue. Just because no. I start a, a unit tomorrow and call it Sherm Squad and say, yep. "Look, guys, I am a Colonel of the Major Army General Air Force Staff Sergeant," doesn't mean that someone who joins has to call me sir because I literally just called myself something. If you actually went out and whether you're, you're German, American, Russian, Japanese, I don't care where you're from, as long as it's like the actual military of your country, if you served and you like achieved a rank of a certain thing, sure, if you're a fucking lieutenant in the actual army and you come into my armor thing, I will probably call you sir because you've demanded my respect to a degree. But if you're just some fat, no offense, uh, no, <laughs> if you're if, not, not you, but in general, if, you, if you're some fat kid who's 16 calling himself a lieutenant, I'm not going to call you sir. And if you ask me to, I'm just going to leave. Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. And, you know, like, there's a certain amount of respect that you should demand if you do come back from war. But you find that those guys are some of the most humble exactly. out Exactly. Yep. So the people yep. asking for it don't deserve it, if you ask me, most of the time. Because they're, yeah. they're, they're the ones screaming for the respect. It's like, well, if you like if you garnered any respect, then I would be giving it to you right now. But you asking me to call you sir is really, like, not the thing that I want to hear. Yeah, no, that that's very interesting. But the term that I wanted to get back to was e dick. <laughs> it's just like your 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 internet dick, like your electronic dick. Some people, I guess, really get like 
off to a degree that other people call them sir or that they have a command ability over other people but we did, don't have you, it in our unit i mean did you yeah did you come up with that is it i uh, no, no no i don't want i don't want to take i don't i'm sure that's been out for a while i'm sure you can search edict oh sure uh, you're gonna Dictionary. take the blame for that believe no. me <laughs> <laughs> no dude that is I, I love that term and uh hashtag edict on armor <laughs> <laughs> yeah hashtag um, armor three on twitter hashtag uh, edict okay Let's edict. I'm, I'm gonna catch some flack for this but i don't know i feel like i feel like people can have fun in arma whether you're playing with three of your friends and you're all called uh, bit billy joe and bob in in game and we in our group have fun by having people named sergeant or staff sergeant or lieutenant yeah, or captain or private but yep. just because you're a private and i'm a sergeant or whatever doesn't mean that i necessarily can sh talk shit to you or call you all these things or be racist or be an asshole to you whereas i know in the real military you know a staff a, a, a drill sergeant can be an asshole to a recruit like we're not going to uh, haze you or try and bully you out of the unit just because we have a higher rank it's just sort of to show seniority like oh this guy's been here for four years so you know just so you know if if, if someone that has a sergeant tag says something and someone has a private tag some something you should probably believe the guy with the sergeant tag because he's been here for longer and that's literally kind of thing it's just like having a little name tag that says hey i've been here for four years kind of i don't know like yes it's, it's really sort of a recognizing thing more than like a real like oh you're sorry sir lieutenant sir i didn't mean to mispronounce your name <laughs> like kind of thing yeah yeah no that, that's a perfect way of putting it dude and uh i i do respect the the people that you know have i've there's some some kiwi mates that i still play with um and they've served in the military they've been you know top ranking all the rest of it but right now you wouldn't know anything they they are just a guy that knows uh how to turn on a computer and you know what i mean like yeah that's, yeah that's he's just like the, everyone else he doesn't mention it yep he's just like everyone else and then one day you go up to his place and you um pick up a, a pc off him or give him a power supply or exchange ram or whatever you do to help him out doing something and he helps you out and then uh, you find out that um, he was uh, top five uh, snipers in New Zealand for New Zealand military, and you go, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I mean. They keep it low key. They keep it super low key, and um, it's they're um, they're some of the best people that that you'll find, and uh, a lot of the the older like, dude. Uh, most of my friends uh, throughout the New Zealand Australia crew, the ones that I do respect a lot, are I think they're over fifty. You know what I mean? And they're still yeah. playing armor, dude. And and they're they've got awesome personalities, and they're friendly as shit, and they can code for days. And you know what I mean? Like there's just um there's there's some really awesome people out out in the armor community. So. Uh, in saying that, is there anyone that uh, you wanted to, to throw shout-outs to that um, help run, manage, build missions in in your Milsom group? Um, honestly, that would be... I, I've always feel like with shout-outs, like when you see people shout-out people like their family on TV, like they always forget someone. I'm just so afraid to forget someone <laughs> that for me to get started, I would have to go through like multiple Steam accounts to see all my friends to like make sure I didn't forget anyone. Yeah, um, uh, A to B, yeah, uh, A to Z, I should say, alphabetical <laughs> order. 
um, and then we'll also redo the list in uh, priority. And then oh God, <laughs> no, I'm teasing. Uh, so no, I, I think I think a very a very nice way is that um, there 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 is uh, a large group of people like that are in the armor unit that I'm a part of um, has been there for as long as I have been there. Like I was one of the first people there. Um, and it's been a lot of fun to be part of that unit ever since. Um, and I don't think that I would have been part of that unit if it wasn't for that core group of people who have been there for forever. You know, there's no fun in playing video games or hanging out with people in general outside of these video games when the, the core people aren't fun. So right. um, yep. I think the core of the unit um, and, and there's honestly... I'll probably be looking at 30 or 40 names at this point, uh, wow. both inside the unit, outside the unit. There's people who have made missions outside the third RP, inside the third RP. People have made this, that, this, and that. Um, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I, I don't want to not name anyone, but I also don't want to start naming people because then I'm afraid I'm going to forget this one person. It's going to get really offended. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand, dude. And um, that, that speaks to the, the community as well. Exactly. Yeah. A, a big, good, solid community. Cool. Um, how easy or slash hard is it to keep this group together, dude? I think you. I mean, I'm I'm not really one of the people who I would say is in control. I can't say, oh, by the way, tomorrow let's you know let's do something completely different. Um, but I mean, having been part of this for a couple of years now. And having been part of other groups, I mean, I used to be the head of a War Thunder group. Um, I used to be in other groups ever since I basically started playing video games, whether it was Medal of Honor, Allied Assault, uh, Battlefield, Bad Company, etc., etc. Um, it is that if the core, again, if the core of a group, the original X people, if they're all, um, if they if they show to outside people how how to act and i'm not saying like oh you should act totally different from who you are but i mean that is hard to hang on let me get back sorry uh arrays uh, blah 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 <clears throat> to answer your question you need to be able to take shit from people like if someone tells you off um especially in a game like arma where let's say i don't call out an anti-aircraft gun and then the team leader says, okay, helicopter to the come fly in and the chopper guy dies and he rages at me because I didn't call it in. You need to be able to take that shit. You need to yep. be able to take shit in this game in general, in, in, in on the internet in general, either was, you know, rub it off or be okay with it or kind of respond to it in maybe a, a playful way or, or a funny way. Um, and if you can't do that, or as a group, you can't have some maybe mean fun, like you call someone an idiot or more worse, that probably shouldn't be in the podcast, but you can call people certain things and you need to be able to deal with that. And um, I think that our group definitely are veterans of other groups. It's like I have had multiple groups that I'm part of where at first it might be kind of hard uh, to deal with people being mean. I mean, is a, is a wrong word, but people being a little bit harsher to you. Uh, but once you get over that, and you realize that everyone just wants to have fun playing a game, and sometimes someone says something that's a bit rude, you laugh about it, and then you go on. Um, and I think that we have established that in our unit, where or our group, that we just have 
we can have fun and sometimes we'll laugh at someone and because they drove they drove a vic off of a dam onto an ied or someone flew a at one point someone was told do not bomb north of the bridge where do you think the guy bombed north of the bridge killing 10 friendlies i mean <laughs> the, these things happen these things are funny uh yep. you mean people rage about it other people laugh about it uh, in the end you need to be able to um 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 uh, Make fun of things that are your own fault. Cool. Yeah, no, I was going to say suck it up and move on. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, there's people in all walks of life that can't do that. Um, We know them, and they leave pretty quickly. Exactly. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, no, you can't can't take it too personally either. It's a game, dude. It's not real life. Yeah, and it's always what I say. Like, listen, dude, I'm sorry I got you killed, but it was yep. it was really epic from our perspective to see you get blown up in the sky. Like, I mean, in the end, you gotta just take it. Like, you know, it's a video game. If I if I kill if I got you killed IRL, yeah, you go go ahead and have your parents be mad at me. But you know, yep. just press the press escape, press respawn or alt four and come back tomorrow if you don't like it. You know, that's just yeah, the way dude. it is. Yep. Go chill out. Have a beer. Whatever yeah. you need well, to if, if you're of age, by the way, uh, <laughs> let me put that out there. But Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's be responsible here. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Um, yeah, cool. So, look, thanks for thanks for covering that because um, it is an interesting question that many different people have many different answers for. So, um, yeah, it's, that's an interesting one. And uh, we've gone over how much time you, you guys invest uh, weekly, which is um, is it a, a training and a op? Or is so it just yeah, no. Op? So for for new people, you're gonna have to do two two trainings on on two Sundays, um, and then other than that, the only thing we ask of people is to be available on Fridays because that's when the main ops are at 6 p.m. EST, which is a uh, midnight for most Europeans. That's was what I used to do when I lived back in Europe, which was a hell when you also go to school the next day. But right. or well, not the next day, but you have to wake up and do sports or etc. the next day. Um, uh, other than that, we don't ask anything. There's no mandatory trainings if you're already a member, so you only have to sit through two. Um, uh, and then every day we have a side op besides Friday. We have a, we have an op also at 6 p.m. where you're more than welcome to show up to, uh, but you're not forced to. So some side ops have 10 people and some will have up to 40. Uh, it just really depends on how busy it is and how many people want to show up and if the op idea sounds good or bad to people. Uh, but the investment thing is... It's an hour to an hour and a half to two hours a week on a Friday evening, um, and that's the only thing you really have to invest after you've done your two trainings. Oh, that's that's awesome, dude. I mean, how how easy is that to um, go? Oh well, this is the group. We all get together on this day and time. Uh, you should be able to carve that out if if you know if you're keen on it. Whereas you know some people get quite uh, intense with training and and you know mission building and um yeah so so it's it's really cool that you have this dynamic that does work for you guys yeah yeah especially when we are able to keep 70 ish people on our fridays which uh it's just really insane to me still to think that we have uh people on the ground that are shooting stuff like enemies and they're getting wounded we have six or seven people that are fully dedicated to flying helicopters and not ones with guns on necessarily, just people who fly in. Then there's a person on board of the helicopter who is a medic whose sole job is just to get people who are like downed into the chopper, revive them, and then get them back out of the chopper again. These people probably never ever shoot their gun or very rarely. And there's people that enjoy that. And to me, that's still really insane that we're 70 people on the server, like we were talking about earlier. 
and the game is five, six years old, and there's quite legit people who don't even want to fire your gun. Uh, there's a person in our unit who uh, who is uh, early 40s or mid 40s, and this person was perfectly fine with just doing nothing, just uh, uh, being sort of a, a, a medic person. And I don't know, that's cool. Arma allows you to be anywhere from a Rambo to uh, a sniper two kilometers out or a guy flying a helicopter in with your friends on board. I mean, that's just so cool to me. There, I don't think there's any other game where you can do that to this degree. So it's not yet. I mean, Arma 4 when it comes out, but. Okay, and um, do you have any big plans for the group? Uh, upcoming missions or streams or? Um, I mean, I, I always, I'm always trying to come up with new ideas, whether it's making missions in Eden, uh, preparing them. Um, right now, I don't really have anything going. Uh, honestly, there. I mean, that that's a really boring answer. I mean, I guess. I mean, I have some smaller ideas, but I haven't really put them into the editor yet, or really uh, worked on getting them in into my into the game yet. So they're more like ideas that are very loosely like like put together. Um, but I know I, it's really boring, but I don't have any, any like big plans that I could like mention right now. Okay. So do, what do you see, uh, for the future of your group then? Uh, do you, what do you see in like, this obviously arm four is not going to be out, uh, until like a few, I'd say a few years. Um, what do you see as a, as a future for the, for the Milsim group? Um, well, I personally really hope that it's still going to be around for a long time. I mean, um, I do, I'm aware that most of the time these groups have a lifespan and, um, I, I do think that we're getting to the, to the lifespan, like of the average group. If we can survive past it, who knows, maybe we'll be another, maybe we'll be a unit that people still thought, talk about when Arma 4 is alive and we're those 70 weird people playing Arma 3 still. I don't know. That's, that's really hard to, 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 to see. Um, I do think that we have a strong group. A very good core of people who know each other who want to keep playing together, whether it's in Arma or in other games like Rainbow Six Siege to Battlefield to you name it, really. Um, so um, maybe one day if our Arma group stops existing, uh, maybe we'll form a, another group in another game. Uh, I'm not really sure. We have so many games that we play when we're not playing Arma. Uh, but... I don't think that it's just going to disband one day because a lot of people know each other at this point. They've been friends for years. Um, so um, um, I can only see it going good, better in the future than, uh, than worse. And we hope so. That's cool. Uh, about armor, armor in general, armor three, maybe four in the future. What, what do you want to see come in, in armor, in armor three? Uh, maybe in Arma 4, what, what kind of mods, what kind of dev featured uh, in, in the game, maybe? Uh, I mean, what, do you, uh, what are you counting on in the future for Arma? Well, and I hopefully, have... hopefully, just to cut in, hopefully it's not a panda helmet, because we've got that. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that. I saw, I, I've seen <laughs> that a lot now on my Twitter feed. Oh my uh, god, hasn't the Twitter, the panda stuff just... That exploded for a week, dude. It went psycho. 
It's still going psycho. I opened Twitter this morning on my phone and I still saw it just going ham everywhere. That's Homesick's <laughs> uh, fault, man. The ECE was so hyped about that that thing and, and uh, Amada just jumped on the occasion and, and built it and it was just amazing and and uh, Homesick was just so pleased, man. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, that was awesome. And so let's let's just give a shout out now to uh, Corey Freeman, K-I-O-R-Y, Corey Freeman on uh, Twitter. Because, um, yeah, nah, he's, he's got some awesome stuff. And if his channel, if he's not doing anything, he uh, uh, automatically switches it over to his mate's channel. So there's always awesome content um, with, with him. But, yeah we've we've got his first uh on youtube uh by the time this is out it'll be um his content of just him building the panda with the first podcast behind it on youtube so um exciting uh to to watch that we've sped up the the footage and yeah it's, it's really cool to see someone like that um go through and, and create that really awesome like i mean i have no clue how to even get started with that like i was looking into terrain building but it's looks it seems very difficult to me so to i don't know just build a, a, a like a, a model from scratch because i don't think there's a lot of panda examples for arva 3 somehow i don't think there's a lot before <laughs> so to build that from scratch is really insane yeah no it's it's dope um so sorry back to the question what do you want to see coming or uh are you excited to see something coming up in um, um, three or four so I've been following, obviously, straight out of, I started the window, RHS. So I mean, I'm always hoping for, I'm not trying to get Poofu to be mad at me. Poofu, if you're, if you're listening to this, don't get mad at me. I'm always excited for whatever the new update may bring, whether it's tomorrow or a year from now. Um, RHS always, I guess, never sees to amaze. Yep. Um, right now, I'm really excited for the USP mod, um, which has been in the works for a while. And also the TF Thoughtful mod, uh, TFL sof mod which are two mods one is uh, for special vehicles uh imagine any sort of humvee to any, any any sort of american special forces vehicle from a humvee to an mrap uh, 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 toyota helixes these sort of like uh vics that you'd see in like special ops pictures in the background um and usp is a gear mod which should encompass pretty much any gear used by modern American special forces again, and also apparently some uh, outside of American special forces that are two mods that are being worked on. Um, I hope Arma 4 can bring some VR stuff. I know that it's probably going to make me throw up within 20 minutes, but I have an HTC Vive. I know there's ways to make Arma work uh, a little bit in that, but it's really buggy. And um, I used to have a uh, head tracker that I forgot where it is right now, but it's a thing that you put a clip onto your headset and you can look around and then your character in a game translates those movements to your movement. So you can move your head left and right and your character in game moves his head as well. Um, and I have to say that was so cool to me that I can't wait to like, like actually be inside Arma with like a VR headset on um, and experience uh, much like that helmet cam footage. I just imagine that but not being on your screen, but being actually in front of your eyes. Like everything is closed off. You just see that happening on, in your in front of your face. Like you're actually there bringing that Arma PTSD to uh, uh, an, like an even, I don't know, that sounds maybe a bit like weird, but to an even closer perspective. Um, I'm not sure how viable it's going to be considering it's probably really resource intensive, but that would be really, really awesome to see the, Arma VR. The ultimate first person experience. Exactly. <laughs> 
exactly. Okay. And uh, what I think we kind of covered that in um, when we were talking about your videos, but what is your Armageddon moment? Um, what's your favorite Armageddon moment uh, since since you've picked up Armor Two, Armor Three? Um, I think when I installed both Blastcore and JSRS, which are a visual explosion and a sound mod. Oh my God! Yes. Um, and one of my friends also had this was on a on a closed server a while back. He also had uh, the updated A10 gun run sound for uh, the A10 like aircraft. And uh, we were running through a valley, and uh, the mission was to like, sneak through and do some special ops stuff. And at one point, we got made, and we had to call an air support. So Zeus is basically just doing gun runs over and over and over, which, I mean, made the op a little bit easy, but didn't make it less cool. And um, just having this A-10 blast, like, really low, full volume. I think I even forgot my earplugs at the time, so I went deaf really quick. Um, just... In the night, this A-10 gun run, the tracers, the the insanely loud noise. I mean, I think that's uh, a, a very a very easy pick for me. It's just seeing um, big explosions happen in Arma, and this one in particular, just like an A-10 strafing a, a convoy of enemies at night while you're trying to hide, like run away with your friends because there's too many enemies. Basically, Call of Duty, but in Arma. It's a little bit more clunkier, but the possibilities in Arma are so much bigger, which is just awesome. I think, I think we've all picked up youtube and typed in real life a10 oh, strikes yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, on yeah. youtube man that's just so ah uh, awesome yeah no hell yeah <laughs> okay Ooh. well great that was uh, yeah that, no that's awesome thanks how, um, how... We'll, let's let's wrap this up with uh, uh any tips for for people posting their own content like i said you if you get into youtube thinking it's going to be your job um, I didn't think about it. It suddenly became my job and it won't always work out the way you want it to. Um, uh, don't go into YouTube thinking it's going to be something successful. Do it for fun. And, um, especially, uh, never listen to the haters, which is really hard. I still have this issue. I can have 500 comments on the video saying, wow, awesome, epic, whatever, you know, just general nice things. And then one person saying, wow, you sound like a fat ass. I mean, not not that I'm offended by that or that I, I mean, I'm, I don't think I'm fat. That's another discussion. But, or, wow, you sound like a total loser or whatever. Oh, wow, go out of your basement and go play like real, mil like, go to the military, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's hard for a person to deal with negativity, even if it's surrounded with so much more positivity. And it takes a very... It takes a long time to get over this. And sometimes I still get like really annoyed at comments and it's like, why am I getting annoyed? There's literally 50 comments saying it was awesome or this or that. But the one comment of a person being really negative can really still ruin my day. So please be nice to me in the comment section. But in, in general, in general, it is um, don't take the people in the comment section too serious. Uh, take with a grain of salt, especially when they're being uh, mean or, or just total assholes in general, because if they tell you to do something with your life, why are they posting something negative on somebody else's? Like they took time out of their day to click on your video, to scroll down to the comment section, to write this whole thing, whether they just called you an asshole or he writes a whole 50 uh, page essay about how what you do is bad. Imagine that 
his days won't so much words if he thinks that was a worthy time use of his time to just say this to you for no reason other than to try to make you feel bad. So I know that's what I've tried to get into, and that's what I think is one of the more important things you should realize that negative comments are just ones you can throw away, but it's hard to do that. Yeah, for sure. Oh, beautifully put, dude. And if I may, I think you have a really impressive edict, and we have to... <laughs> We hope to see more of you out here in, in the world, dude, because you're, you're an awesome inspiration for, for other YouTubers, and uh, what a friendly dude. I I've, I've really in, have enjoyed this conversation, so thanks for, for bearing with us as we've jumped around all over the place. Um, being that it is quite long, we'll probably look at doing this in um, two parts, but we'll release them uh, at the same time or a day apart so that you know people don't have to wait for it um but yeah look thanks a lot dude you're awesome uh thank you for on. having me it was really fun awesome well look let's get you back in the future man let's uh if, if there's other people as well that um that you want to drag on and and you know share with us all then we'd love to have them as well yeah it sounds awesome I'm, i really appreciate it it was really fun cool awesome hey well thank you guys uh for for listening um we're wrapping up here with another episode of Radio Armor, but uh, rock on, have a good weekend or week, whatever's coming up for you. Yep, thank you for for having us all and listening to the uh, to the to the show. Uh, remember to check us out. Check the uh, the website radioarmor.com, um, radio the the YouTube channel that's gonna. Uh, come out in uh, in a few days don't know when this is going to come out but it, it'll probably be a thing already um check out uh, twitter as well uh radio armor um also please uh, send a hashtag uh, edic on on twitter <laughs> if you've listened to this and tag tag sherm uh, when you do um and yeah thanks for listening uh thanks steph for this um for this uh, long but amazing interview thanks sherm for coming over uh as steph said you're awesome and i think a lot of people will be agreeing with this uh it was an amazing talk about very interesting things see you all next week or at the end of the week for the fight news see you bye bye cheers See you.